Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome, Renegade Nation. Renegade Talk in Las Vegas. My name is Richie. Marla is on assignment. Probably some hotel hooking herself out. Who knows? You never know. It is Las Vegas. You never know. So I got Lou Lou in here. And Lou, you, you have to pronounce your last name for me because I... I always get confused. It's Lou Kelgiovanni. Kelgiovanni. That's right. That's what I thought it was. I didn't want to mess up your name and, you know, massacre your name. Like, you know how I am. You're getting better, sir. I am getting better. Anyway, um, today is LIBOR Wednesday. You're probably wondering what LIBOR is, but you just got screwed by four major banks. They pleaded guilty to to, uh, trying to manipulate foreign exchange rates. It was the lead story on the Ostrich Media CBS. Can you believe that? Because the fucking banksters own... The fucking networks. It's amazing they even said anything about it. It shocks me. Hi, Lou. How, what do you feel about that? I think there's a reason why they're talking about it, and it isn't to make the banks look bad. How about that? Uh, there you go. That's why Lou's here. Yeah, okay. Hey, we're going to be talking about that and a lot of interesting uh, things that have been happening over the last couple of days. Specifically with this bank stuff, no criminal charges, Renegade Nation. Absolutely unfucking believable there's no criminal charges. But if you did that, you know where your ass would be. It'd be in fucking jail in the slammer for a long time, bro. Anyway, my all-time favorite um, band from the 80s, and I know you probably get sick and tired of hearing it, but I like it, so if you don't like it, fuck you. ACDC, here we go. That's what he said. You're only young and you're going to die. You might be dying a lot sooner than you think. Anyway, we got Lou in here. Lou's the uh, editor at The Examiner. Not the editor, a journalist a journalist at The Examiner. He's now the assistant editor at uh, WTF Magazine. Is that correct, Lou? Yeah, that's right. I'm now editing WTF Magazine. I also own RuthlessPolitics.com, and I'm the editor of We Survive Bush, You'll Survive Obama on Facebook. Check it out. How many jobs do you have? I have a mixed bag. I like to stay busy. You're, you have a mixed bag? It is. You know, You're well, a busy dude, man. Bills have to be paid, things like that. So how was your feeling about the announcement of these banks um, being, um, um, they pleaded guilty to uh, messing around with the foreign exchange rates? Well, you know, typically when people plead guilty, they're going to have some type of a fucking sentence. But where was the criminal sentence for any of the people involved with this? That's what I said earlier. There's no criminal prosecution. Yeah, so go, go. they pled guilty. Great. What's what's the deal? All they're doing is paying money. It, it, paying money when they make it's ridiculous it, it, it you know it's so it's getting more ridiculous renegade nation as they screw the consumer the middle class and everybody else here they are stealing all this money and they're sitting on wall street the traders saying hey man we're so smart but the funny thing about it is right before we went on the air lou was talking about uh that the managers knew about it but the upper crust of the executives didn't know anything they say well that, that's true uh Justice Department says that there was a chat room that was active between all these banks, and it was called either the cartel or the mafia. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. And and the banksters were, they would communicate with one another, and they would say, hey, and the literal conversation was, hey, bro, I need you to raise this rate today at this time. And the other guy said, hey, no problem. We'll get that done for you. Now, Renegade Nation, if you want to find out how they raise rates and how this is all manipulated, you have to go to uh, on the Internet and type in LIBOR, right? Exactly. LIBOR. L-I-B-O-R. I mean, the basic gist of it is that there were a bunch of banks all in cahoots with one another because this would not have happened if one bank was doing it. All the banks had to be in 
they all had to have the same plan and they would basically raise or lower interest rates to make money and that you can't and do screw that. the consumer you can't do that it's ridiculous well, you know, yes they can do it they can do anything they want lou right this is this is a the, the this is a proven fact right now that we're talking about they got away with it there's no criminal prosecution Citigroup, jp morgan chase barclays royal bank of scotland they were having a having a field day, raising the interest rates up and down, and taking the money on the on the on the run, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, you have to think that the first of all, this is a market that controls three hundred and fifty trillion dollars. How much? Three hundred and fifty trillion dollars. Is that all? With a T. With a T. You know, and these people are fined, you know, a few billion dollars. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. So J.P. Morgan makes ninety four billion dollars a year, and they're fined a billion dollars. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. It's really crying. That's really going to teach them a lesson, I think. The penalty all these banks will now pay is fitting, Renegade Nation, considering the long running nature of the anti competitive context. Said U.S. Attorney General uh, Loretta Lynch at a news conference in D.C. today. Really? Okay. This shit's been going on. They know it's been going on for years. In fact, I think it was going on since 2007 all the way to 2012, if I'm not mistaken. Well, exactly. That's the thing. So we had the financial crisis that happened. Then oh, I- yeah. I forgot about that. Right. The financial oh, crisis. Oh, that's why they all fell. That's why it was falling apart. The, that's part of it. The meltdown of the entire, the entire world's economy. $5 trillion of American wealth was lost overnight. We bailed the banks out. And then for six years after we bailed them out, they still continued with their criminal activity. And then after they were caught, and then after the Justice Department says, quote, the majority of managers knew what was going on, what happened? Nobody went to prison. Nothing happened. They had to pay out a half a percent of their annual profit. What a fucking deal for them. I got I got a great idea, Richie. Let's go out and let's steal $100 billion. How about if we start our own bank? Right. Let's go steal $100 billion, and then we'll say, hey, listen, we did the wrong thing. The Justice Department will say, hey, give us $5 billion as a fine, and you can go home scot-free. Nobody will go to prison. What do you think about that? I think I stole $100 billion, I so think. I'll keep $95 billion in my pocket. And I'll pay you $5 billion to get, to, to, to get off the deal. It's, qu- it's quite a scam. And then Loretta Lynch, as you mentioned, said that this was a fitting punishment. One of my bigger criticisms of Eric Holder was that he would refuse to prosecute anybody from Wall Street. So now we have the new AG, Loretta Lynch. She comes in and says this is fitting. Oh, How she, is this fitting? It's part of the bankster community. They're not going to put their own people that put them in power in jail. It's not going to happen. Well, listen, man, we had we uh, last year there was a woman. She went and she put her child into school in a district that he did not live in. She lied about where. She lived to put him in school to get him a better education. She got sent to prison for that. To prison for sending her kid to school. These people steal hundreds of billions of dollars. And they get to give back some of the money that they fucking stole. And nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Yet again. It's just ridiculous. It, it doesn't make any sense. It is not justice it in America. It doesn't make any sense. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has granted waivers. What's a waiver to J.P. Morgan and other banks that pleaded guilty? What the fuck is a waiver? Renegade Nation, if you know what a waiver is, will you please email us and let us know what a waiver is? Because they granted waivers to J.P. Morgan and the other banks that pleaded guilty, allowing them to continue their usual securities businesses. Exactly. And let's not forget that the last time the J.P. Morgan had to pay a fine. It turned out that the taxpayer was going to end up paying. They were going to end up subsidizing the fine. I don't have the exact figure of the amount of money that J.P. Morgan had to pay before mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. but the taxpayer ended up subsidizing like 40% of that money. And that fine was bigger than this. And J.P. Morgan didn't admit any fault. Now they've admitted fault. They're paying less money. What a fucking deal. Well, it's it's a, shameful. It's, it is shameful. The American people you're paying for through your taxes and if you don't pay your taxes, you know what happens to you, but these morons get away with everything. It's, Anything they want to do, they do. They screw you over. 
They screw over the consumer. The middle class has been screwed over so many times by these goddamn banksters. And when it gets to this level with the federal government, they are let go with, a, 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 you know, pennies on the, on, on, like a half a penny on the goddamn dollar with the, with the fines. It's not even a slap on the wrist. A, it's slap, not, on the, a slap on the wrist will at least be painful. They're feeling no pain whatsoever, no discomfort whatsoever. Not to mention that these people are the same people that ruined millions of American businesses, drove millions of Americans out of their homes during the financial crisis. And what type of consequences are they facing whatsoever? Absolutely nothing. It's Absolutely despicable. Absolutely nothing. It is despicable. And, then, and then, then to speak to your point, sir, about that the mainstream media was talking about this, they were trumpeting it. They were saying, oh, the big banks have finally admitted culpability. Bullshit. They've admitted nothing. They've admitted nothing. The That's only, exactly right. The only, reason that the, the only reason they put this on the mainstream media was to make it, give the appearance that something's actually happening exactly to these corporate right, criminals. But, but nothing's happening. So it's like, oh, gee, you know, how can you say the mainstream media is bought by the big banks when they're reporting on something negative that happened? That's nonsense because they're spinning the story to make it seem like something detrimental happen to the big banks nothing's going to happen renegade nation that's why we need investigative reporters back on the scene like a cheryl atkinson from cbs 20-year career gets fired she would have been on this story dug deep found out what was going on and reported it on on the news so america would know exactly what the fuck is going on with these banksters and we've been talking about this for years renegade nation as you well know and again here we are with those people getting away with this shit the upper one percent the elite their majesty's king, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they can just run over you and do any fucking thing that they want and nobody goes to jail and there's no criminal prosecution whatsoever. Liberty, it's liberty absolutely despicable. Oh. It's despicable. Hey, sorry about that clank. It's my beer can. It was hitting your, the, it's hit <laughs> my beer can. That I don't mean to interrupt the show. I apologize. That's okay. You didn't interrupt the show. Anyway, so uh, we're going to take a break. I want you to think about this, uh, Renegade Nation. Really think about what they're doing. Go to the internet, type in LIBOR, study that, and then you will find out how these people manipulate the system. And, you know, they have they have names for these, uh, uh, these chat rooms called the cartel and the mafia, and they had all this stuff going on, and nobody knew about it, and they were making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And again, like I said, I'm going to keep on pounding on it. No criminal prosecution for nobody. I think people should know that after the financial collapse... And after this happened now, after the Justice Department champions in some type of victory, nobody went to jail. Nobody went to prison. Nobody's not sleeping in their beds tonight who were involved, even though the Justice Department says that the managers knew, but the CEOs are sitting around like old grandpa smoking a pipe. I had no idea what was going on, even though we're making billions of dollars a year. J.P. Morgan made $94 billion. Citigroup, who's also named in the suit, who also admitted culpability, made $71 billion last year, but they had no idea where the fucking money was coming from, according to them. I just, yeah, isn't it weird? According to them, they don't know where the money's coming from. They don't understand anything. These people, all they are, Renegade Nation, is about one thing: money. They know where the money's coming from. They were in, they were in the fraud. They were in the scheme. And you sit there and wonder to yourself, what the fuck is going on? They're making all this money, and nobody's saying anything about anything. And then, like you said earlier, Lou, we had to bail them out. Right. Why are we bailing them out? Right. Why? For their stupid fucking management mistakes. They're the one that caused the, the bubble to burst anyway back in back in 2007 and 8, 9. Right. This went on 2007, 2013. In that period of time, by the way, for anybody who is interested, the banks have grown 30% to 80% larger, depending on what bank you're looking at. So they certainly learned their lesson. They certainly have been making more money, and now they're paying less than a half a percent of their annual income. 
for their fine. Oh, woe is me. I feel bad woe for Woe is me. Okay, Renegade Nation, when we come back, we're going to be talking about some more stuff that's been happening in the news, and I think you'll get a big kick out of it. Anyway, we're going to be taking a break. We got Lou here. Richie. Marla's um, out for the evening. And it is around 6.30 on a Wednesday evening. So we'll be right back. Hang in there, guys. What do you want me to do with him? I'll tell you what I want to do. I want you to beat the living crap out of him with this Krasman 26-ounce forged steel claw hammer with lifetime guarantee. Let the filthy asshole be happy, Christopher. Scumbag. <laughs> You're about to see the psycho side of Sears. You dig it. Oh, yuck. Now there's brains all over the claw of this amazing hammer. Hey, hey, hey. Forget about it. Them brains will come right out with a couple of squirts of Formula 409. It's powerful cleaning agents. Dissolve brains on contact. Hey, watch this. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> oh, you ain't kidding, Tone. Not for nothing, but I need some paper towels over here. No problem. Hey, try these from Bounty. They're two-ply tough with a lovely floral design that's sure to accent any kitchen's decor. Oh, they work like a charm. These Bounty towels are the quicker brain picker-upper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here come the cop. Oh, jeez. I tell you what, let's make a quick getaway in my brand new Chevrolet Suburban. Hey, ain't they offering 0% financing on those if you buy now, Tom? Yeah, 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 that's right. See you, dealer, for details. Are your freedoms being destroyed like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? We'll be right back. So, Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club of Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders, is basically what it is. One of the initiation rites of the Skull and Bones is to screw one man, screwing the other one. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal sex. Okay, John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. That's so you're saying that jail. John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud? That's right. Okay. I am saying that, and because so, so, it was John Kerry Cohen, okay, gave George okay, Bush Jr. Okay, Carol. So Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, along with Lou. And then we picked up another straggler from the street. Yogi, hi, Yogi. Yeah. We got Lou here from the, uh, he's a reporter for TheExaminer.com. Also the um, associate editor for WTF, the magazine. And also, go ahead, Lou, you can say the rest, because I forgot. I'm also the owner and editor-in-chief of (laughs) Ruthless-Politics.com. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Facebook community. We survived Bush. You'll survive Obama. 185,000 fans. And I'm also a columnist for the anti-media. 750,000 fans. So, you know, mixed bag. Lots of stuff to talk about. And Lou's been around, so we're going to be talking about Rand Paul, what happened today in the filibuster, and I think Lou's going to do most of the uh, talking on this, so you can get an idea of what is actually going on with your mobile phones, and who's listening to you, and I know they're listening right now in D.C. Hello, I will see you later. You know, yeah, they do listen. Right, I'm not a terrorist, but they can go fuck themselves just the same. <laughs> Remember this song, man? 
Oh yeah. Fits right into the show. Okay. Anyway, we're going to be talking about Rand Paul and the filibuster that happened today, which they did report on this stupid ostrich media, but they really didn't get into what Lou's going to get into about what Rand Paul was raving about. So go right ahead, Lou. Well, I want to talk about Rand Paul's filibuster. I want to talk about the contradictions of leftists not supporting Rand Paul, but supporting other people who are on the Democratic side who have come out in favor of saying that the, the uh, Patriot Act is illegal while still voting for it. So we'll just get right into it right now. Go ahead, Lou. So the, the filibuster may be going on right now. I listened to the Rand Paul filibuster for eight hours before I came down to the studio Actually, today. you listened to eight hours uh, of listen, Rand Paul? I, wow. I, 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 listen, I was at my desk, and I like an individual who's going to give a, an impassioned speech. Rand Paul made dozens of points. We want to look it up. They can go ahead if they have the patience or the temerity to do so. But Rand Paul is essentially saying that he does not want to make the Section 215 of the Patriot Act a continuance. In June 1st, it's going to expire. Rand Paul says we shouldn't do it. Section 215, by the way, is the thing. That lets the government spy on you, lets you collect their phone records, lets you collect your text oh. mail records, your text messages. Did you know that the NSA photographs every single piece of mail that you get? The post office photographs it, and then they forward the information to the NSA. Why? Under Section 215. Every text message you ever sent, every website you ever sent, every porn site you've ever visited. And I, I've been to a lot of them. I, you know, indeed, sir, indeed. And they, <laughs> they know every single porn site you've ever visited. And by the way, this has been going on for the last 15 years in America. So guess what? You're not safe. I'm telling you about it today. Scary think shit. about Think about every shit. You're you, scaring me, Lou. Think about every single thing you've ever said, every single thing you've ever done. It's been recorded by the United States government for the last 15 years. It's being sent in a data center in Utah. Rand Paul's been filibustering all day today to say that this should not happen now people are also saying that Rand paul he's disingenuous he doesn't mean what he says makes absolutely no sense now listen i'm a former member of the left i no longer identify with any type of political ideology for bullshit just like this wow. i have to i have to backtrack a little bit because i wrote an article for the anti-media talking about harry reed Harry Reid, the most prominent Democrat in the United States right now, besides President Obama, happens to be the senator from the state we're in right now, Nevada. Harry Reid is known for being a strong-arm politician. Go ahead and look it up, all the stuff that he's done. So, here, here's the meat between the bread. I'll summarize it for you. Yes. Okay, Harry Reid. Harry Reid voted in favor of the Patriot Act in 2001. He voted in favor of the Patriot Act in 2006. He voted in favor of the Patriot Act in 2011. But last week, somehow he comes out and says, listen, I'm no longer in favor of the fucking Patriot Act because it is illegal. And people on the left are saying, oh, well, good, good for Harry Reid. It's time that he made the right position. Well, why don't you give him the benefit of the doubt? What's wrong with that? It doesn't make any sense. And now at the same time, Rand Paul's been filibustering all day. And I've been talking to the people on the left. You know what they're saying? Oh, Rand Paul's disingenuous. Rand Paul has ulterior motives. They want to bend over backwards for people they fucking agree with. And they don't want to give anybody who they don't agree with on different issues who's actually standing up for their constitutional rights to privacy. They don't want to even give them the nod. They don't even give them a wink. They don't want to say, hey, you know what? I disagree with you on 90% of what you're talking about right now, today, at this moment, this instance. I agree with you because they're fucking liars and they're disingenuous. And that's the problem with America today right now, that you cannot give the nod to somebody when you disagree with them about other things. Well, Lou, the (laughs) FBI director, James uh, Comey, uh, pleaded Wednesday against attempts to let the Patriot uh, powers expire. They don't want they don't want it to expire. Why would they? Why would they? They want to keep tabs on 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 your porn and what you're doing. 
uh, on the internet. It's right. a big spy game. Uh, I think Facebook is a big spy game myself, and I think Facebook has been tied into the Patriot Act somehow. Well, we just don't know it. Well, I mean, Facebook has facial recognition software, so now they can take your pictures. They can know exactly what you look like. You put up a picture of somebody, they knew who you are. They know where you've been. This is all technology that the NSA has access to for years. For years. So, I mean, by the way, Facebook isn't a service. You as a user, me as a user, I have a fa large Facebook community <laughs> that we're all a commodity on Facebook. We're not, we're, we're nothing but to be sold as, as our information. Well, it, what are they going to do? Hold this information and wait to the end of the earth and end of time and use it for judgment day? What the hell? Well, that's exactly, that's it. exactly right, Yogi. They're, they're going to use God? judgment. Or, they're they're playing God. Yeah. Well, you have no freedoms in this country. Who the hell do you think you are? You, you can't say anything you want. They're going to do whatever they want, when they want, how they want, and you don't have no say-so in it. You just get what they give to you. And that happened with George Bush with 9-11. That's when the Patriot, Patriot uh, Act started, what, 2001? Yeah, there uh, you go. It's very, it's very interesting. You want to talk about something like that? Because here's something that people don't seem to realize. This surveillance mechanism was already built before 9-11 happened. 9-11 was a great coincidence for the American government because they had this gigantic multi-billion dollar system built to surveil every single wow. person in America and they had no way to enact it. And then suddenly, miraculously, this catastrophe happens and then guess what? Guess what? Now we can enact all these surveillance measures to keep you safe. Okay, I have a question for you, Lou. Why was it that the NSA didn't catch the Boston... Um, marathon bombers. Why didn't they catch the Boston Marathon bombers? Why didn't they catch the people at Sandy Hook? I thought they were keeping tabs on everybody. There you go. Where's, right. where's fucking Miss Cleo on 9-11? She would have been more help than the NSA, apparently. <laughs> not to mention that, Not to mention after the 9-11 attacks happened, if anybody wants to go back to the adults of history and look right. and see, right. George Bush shipped out every single member of the Osama bin Laden family, shipped them all back sure overseas. Did. All flights were grounded in America, well, but some, right. for some reason, the most wanted terrorists in the history of mankind his entire family was shipped out at order of the president of the united states wow what the fuck <laughs> look it up i'm not making it up i, I, okay, no, I don't make i don't make anything up look it up we've talked about it over and over and over on this radio station renegade nation now what they want to do is what lou said back to this patriot act they want to keep on snooping on you they want to know everything you're up to what do you think they invented the smartphone for for people who are dumb that don't know how to work a phone, they made it easy to, so they could snoop on them and find out what they're doing, where they're going, who they're hanging out with. And if you're going to do anything really stupid, make sure you turn off the phone and leave it someplace. Exactly. Well, you know, I, I have uh, the, the, the argument is I have nothing to hide. The government can do it. You know, if you have nothing to hide, great. Give me your social security number. Give me access to your emails. Give me an unedited history of every single website you visited. And since I'm a reporter, I'll go ahead and report on everything you've done since you have nothing to fucking hide. Well, how come the NSA doesn't uh, have any light on the banksters stealing all the money? How come they, uh, are they all tied together, Lou? You well, tell me. Well, the yeah. NSA and the banksters and this whole coalition, how's all that work? Exactly. If they, if they know everything about me and you and Yogi and anybody else... How come they don't they know what the banksters are up to? Or am I that stupid? That's why you're a brilliant. That's why you're a brilliant genius, sir. Why didn't they? Especially since we know now that the Department of Justice, just like we were talking about a couple of minutes ago, the Department of Justice knows that there was a chat room between all the banks called the mafia and the cartel where they were talking about fixing interest rates. Where's the NSA and all of that? They were. They weren't spying on them. They now, didn't know what was going on, or, or or did they? Or were they in on it? Now you got you got to consider just just for context. You know. 
millions of people lost their livelihoods because of the financial collapse. I think that was quite a terrorist attack, a homegrown terrorist attack. Nobody ever went to prison for it either, did they? Of course, nobody went to prison. But you know, going back to going back to Rand Paul, he filibustered. The filibuster is still going on at this very moment. He's standing up for individuals' constitutional rights to privacy. And by the way, he's only one of a few senators who's actually standing up for the right to privacy. When the Patriot Act passed in 2001, it passed like 99 to 1. When they renewed it in 2006, it it passed 95 to 2 or something. And then in 2011, this is the great thing. The last time it passed, they did a non-voice vote. So it... Nobody is on the record for having voted Lou, in Lou, favor of it. Lou, this actually got its roots in 1995 with Biden. Senator Biden started this and the Abominable Counterterrorism Act and also the Telecommunication Act of 1996 with good old Billy Boy Clinton was the start of all the snooping. That's when it basically started. And then when 9-11 hit, which that really upset everybody, they easily snuck it in to snoop on everybody. Right. And now everybody, Renegade Nation, the listeners all over the world listening to this program, every time I go to our, our to, to our numbers on the station, Washington, D.C. has a shitload of downloads. And who lives in Washington, D.C., Lou? No, I think Not, Nobody. Maybe. It's just a bunch of fucking government morons, and they're listening to us. And I know you're listening. I know. I can see. Anyway. So now you know. Renegade Nation, watch what you do with that cell phone. Watch what you do. Do, 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 do. do, 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 do. Are you done, Lou? Well, I mean, you okay it, now? Well, it's just... You calm down? It's, uh, you know, I'm not calm down because this... <laughs> listen. I'm listening. You know, uh, we have the rights that we protect and we lose the rights that we do not defend. Every American who's born in this country, every American who wins the right, who earns the right to citizenship, has the right to privacy. They have the right to free speech. They have the right to free press. And your right to privacy has been egregiously infringed upon for a decade. That's now, exactly I'm really right. si- I am really sick and tired of listening to people say, I have nothing to hide. It doesn't matter because, you know, I hear people say this all the time. It doesn't impact me. What's the difference? Isn't that the same argument people make against world hunger? I'm full, so world hunger doesn't exist. Right. Oh, it's fucking warm outside today, so fucking global warming doesn't wow. exist. They're making the same <laughs> argument, but this time they're giving themselves a pass. People's cognitive dissonance in this area is embarrassing. People should be embarrassed and they should be ashamed that they're not standing up like proper Americans to defend right. their rights. Well, Ashamed. Hey, Lou, Lou, Shame. Lou, Lou, let me ask you a question. Is the Patriot, the Patriot Act, is that in the Constitution? No. Okay. You have a right to privacy. Now there listen, you go. Don't, Hello! Don't get me wrong. Hello. Listen, there are Hello. people that want to do damage to the American society. There are people that want to blow shit up. That's great. But guess what? Go out and get a fucking warrant. Prove it. Bring me some evidence to get a warrant that says somebody's phone should be tapped. Bring me some evidence that shows that somebody's car should be broken into. Give me some evidence that shows that somebody's text messages should be read through and their right. emails should be read. Right. Where's the evidence? Where's, Where's the warrant? the evidence? Exactly. There are no, there's no evidence. I'm going back to the banksters, which they just got away with no criminal convictions. Why aren't they listening to what's going on in the bankster world and not worry about the rest of us? Where all this money is being um, subsided into their pockets and they're making billions and billions and billions of dollars, but they're not listening to them. Why are they listening to us? What is the reason for that? Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. We fucking. I well, like, Yogi, you have a, you have a response I, to that? Why would say, they be I'm listening to us when they should be listening to I'm, the? Because we're fucking test dummies, being tested on and, and controlled. So it, that's what it's all about: control, conquer, and divide. That's all I feel. I fit. Lou said some things right there that just made me feel. It's really twisted. Shivers down your spine. Yeah, see, man. you have you have uh, you have the Democrats and the Republicans, Renegade Nation, 
And they're presiding over all of this. And there's another 96 senators who could care less exactly. about the whole thing. Well, they don't give a shit. Well, they don't care if you're being snooped on. That's exactly it. They're presiding over it. That's what I'm talking about. If you want to go and look up my article on uh, antimedia.org talking about Harry Reid's Orwellian flip-flopping on the Patriot Act, mm -hmm. he voted in favor of it. 2001, 2006, 2011. Then he comes out last week and says that I can't vote in favor of this because it's illegal. This is a guy who voted in favor of it three times. Yeah, as, a well, matter of, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Rand Paul filibustered the same shit in 2011. Who killed the filibuster? Who was in charge of the Senate in 2011? Fucking Harry Reid was in charge of it. He killed the filibuster, and now he's against it. Rand Paul's filibustering again, and people are sitting there shaking their heads going, oh, gee, I don't know. What the hell? should be ashamed of yourselves. Okay, on that note, Renegade Nation, we're going to take a break. That's a lot to uh, put into your head. You're going to play a little, bit of, a little bit of Frank Sinatra. Lou, that was very good. Thank you very so much. Good, Thanks that for having great. me. We'll, we'll be right back. Those fingers in my head. That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it Non-stop shock radio The station that shocks you Renegade Talk Radio Welcome back Renegade Nation Renegade Talk Where we don't sugarcoat shit Got Lou in studio he tried i did try <laughs> I, said, I just don't want to massacre your last name you got to say it again and again to me lou cal giovanni cal giovanni there you go and lou uh works as an independent for the examiner as a reporter and uh he's also now the assistant editor at the, the wtf magazine and uh anti-media and has done a lot of work in the journalism field he also broke the story on the winner scandal a couple years back so he knows what he's talking about, Renegade Nation, and it's a thrill to have him here on the air with Richie and Marla, as Marla's not in studio tonight. And we welcome you, and uh, thank you for listening. We're going to be talking about Bernie Sanders is uh, happening all over the country, and people are starting to hook on to uh, Bernie. So we, we're going to get into that. And what Bernie said, uh, and then I'm going to hand it over to Lou, people in general, and young people in particular, are increasingly alienated and disillusioned with the political process. The middle class is disappearing, and the rich are getting richer, as we talked about in the first segment of this program. Young people cannot afford college. The crisis of climate change is ignored, and Congress continues on its merry way, at paying attention to the needs of the billionaires and the multinational corporations. We must make this stop. That's what Bernie Sanders, an independent from Vermont, just recently said. And I firmly believe that there needs to be a big change in this country. Change needs to happen. As uh, Obama said when he was elected, hope and change. Well, look at the way it changed and look at the way you're getting screwed over. And I think we need to clean out Washington and start over and clean out the, 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 the you know, uh, clean out the, the, the sewage that's sitting in Washington that's hurting our country and hurting the people of America. So, Lou, how do you feel about Bernie Sanders? I think Bernie Sanders is the only choice for any American who values their money, who values their property, who values their rights, who values autonomy. Bernie Sanders is correct on every single issue that he's put forth. The issue that I'd like to talk about today, because we could talk about Bernie Sanders for 15 hours if we really wanted to, but Bernie Sanders recently proposed the College for All Act. Look it up. It is his centerpiece of his campaign for President of the United States. And basically, he wants to make college free 
for any person who wants to go in the United States of America. Well, how would that work, Lou? How, uh, would, how, how, would that, how would that work? Well, Bernie Sanders has a great idea. He said that we're going to have a half percent tax, 0.5 of a tax on stock trades. Now, follow me on this for a second, sir. All you have to do, Bernie Sanders says, listen, if you make $100 on stock, instead, because it's not taxed right now, you're not paying anything. That's right. There's no tax you know, you, make, you sell it. You make fucking nothing. So you make $100 on stock. Now you're going to take home $99.50. Now, th- th- that has larger implications for billion-dollar corporations who sell $100 million of stock. Now they're only going to take home $99.5 million instead of $100 million. You have these fiscal conservatives coming out and saying, oh, no, it's egregious. This is going to ruin business. People aren't going to make any money. How does that make any sense? You're making $99.5 million, you fucking greedy bastard. There should be a movie made about you with your fucking greed, Grandpa Christmas, and all this other bullshit. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So Bernie Sanders has come out for this. He said this is what needs to happen. He's the only candidate who's come out and says that we want to have free college for everybody because by the way i'm not sure if our listeners are aware we have mortgage debt in america we have credit card debt in america and a lot of it exactly but guess what student loan debt trumps every single credit card and every single mortgage in america people who have student loan debt they have more debt than you know, anybody else you know it's funny lou i was talking the other day to uh, one of my uh, one of the other co-hosts on renegade uh, marky mark and he was talking about it and he ran into this girl who uh, went to college and she came out seventy thousand dollars in debt? That's low, sure. Yeah, and that's low. Seventy thousand. She doesn't know how to pay it off. She's stuck with that debt, Renegade Nation, until she's an old lady. Also, on top of that, when you go to buy a car or try to get a mortgage or try to do anything on your credit, you got a seventy thousand dollar blimp on your credit report. You got to pay it off. Exactly. And people don't people don't understand what's going on here. And like you said, Lou, and you're right, credit card and mortgage, if you tie everything together, the student loan surpasses all of it. It's so large. And a lot of Americans do not know how big that debt is. And they just keep on giving the money. They just keep on giving it to them. It's easy. It's trillions of dollars. In trillions. Bu- you know, by the way, you go to get a job. Now they're checking credit reports. You have this student loan debt. So you can't get a job to pay off your student loan debt. To begin with. That's exactly right. Student loan is a big, that's another show we're going to get into it, but Bernie Sanders netted a total of $1,867 Renegade Nation for two paid speeches and a television appearance last year, according to financial disclosure reports. $1,867, Lou. Well, I think that's, you know, that's, that's, how dare he make $1,800? I mean, the President Clinton, former President Clinton and Secretary Clinton, who's, who's the front runner for the Democratic nomination, gee, you know, they only made $25 million on speeches last year. Is that all? That's $25 million. That's all, that's all that they made. So, you know, that, that might be uh, something that to compare and contrast where you're going to vote for in the Democratic primary for President of the United States I, of America. I, you know what? I think the people that are in power, Lou, what they've done is they have diseased so many people. They have diseased everybody. Education stinks in the country. Nobody knows what to do. And these people are sitting in power and controlling everything. Bernie Sanders comes out and shows them the figures and the numbers. If you start to listen clearly to what he's saying, you'll see a big difference if he's elected. Oh, exactly. You'll see a big difference if he is elected. If he's elected. Listen, the primary doesn't happen until February of 2016. So guess what? It's May 2015, which means you're going to hear my lovely voice for the next several months talking about this nonstop to anybody who will listen because he's the only candidate, by the way, who has pledged 
with blood to say that he's not going to accept a single dollar of corporate donations. The only other person who's running for the Democratic nomination is Hillary Clinton, who her top donors are are big the big banks that we covered earlier in the program. Now, the strange thing is that Hillary Clinton has come out with this rhetoric to say that she's going to try and break up the big banks. She's going to do this. She's going to do that. Go ahead and read the new article in Forbes.com that says, guess what? The banks are still giving money to her because they don't believe her bullshit. Follow the money and where it actually goes. Renegade Nation, how many times have we said, follow the money? Now, recent financial reports show that Hillary Clinton and her husband, good old Billy Boy, earned $25 million for delivering a total of 104 speeches last year. The former Secretary of State made 51 speeches during the 2014 during the year 2014 and for the first three months of this year banking more than 11 million dollars where is all that money coming from and then she says she's going to break up the banks you have to believe sir that she's she is in favor of the working man oh that's right well, she's well, uh, i tried well obviously okay, yeah. she has to know what it feels like to not be able to afford to pay your lights and you can only have ramen noodles every night she knows exactly about that that's why there's the famous quote with hillary clinton saying after we left the lighthouse we were flat broke even though she had a four million dollar home that she could have taken out a mortgage on she could have sold it four million dollars hillary clinton is flat broke i wish i had four million dollars right now i'd be flat broke in vegas right now at the strip clubs what i'd be doing absolutely fucking ridiculous all hillary is to me is she's an elitist money grabber she's um basically a person that sits there and does not tell the truth she's not there for the working class american in fact she was in las vegas a couple weeks ago and the press meaning you lou you couldn't even get into the into the uh, meeting exactly hillary clinton was giving a speech at rancho high school I called Rancho High School. I said, hey, what are you doing for members of the media? I said, we're not planning to have members of the media. I said, okay, well, guess what? I'm a member of the media, and I'm going to show up. What are you going to do about it? So we'll see. I said, great, we'll see. But I got there, couldn't get anywhere close. Hillary Clinton came under a canopy, would not take questions, would not give answers. But she's there. She's a member of the public. She's there for the people. She for wants the people. You, she wants you to know. That's why she goes to an impoverished school to let the kids know, hey, guess what? I'm a multi-multi-millionaire who's in bed with corporations that have trillions of dollars in assets jp morgan 2.6 trillion dollars one of her biggest donors but hey i'm here for you i have a, I have a question for you lou why is it that they call bernie sanders a socialist well he's he, he is a socialist he's a self-avowed socialist and guess what the majority of americans 65 percent of americans agree with bernie sanders now here's the st- here's the stat that might stick with you 31 percent of americans find the word socialist to be favorable great but guess what only 50 percent of americans find the word capitalist to be favorable so these labels that are affixed to people mean fucking nothing is part of the problem bernie sanders the positions that he presents income equality the fact we need to break up big banks the fact that people are paying too much money to bail out banks people agree with these things they say that guess what i don't think that i should have to pay 750 billion dollars to bail out a big bank let them be 80 percent bigger but who, who disagrees with that? I, you know what? I wish we were having callers right now. I'd like to have some asshole come on the air and tell me that they agree with it. We're going right back to the beginning of this program uh, tonight, Renegade Nation, that we talked about the banks and the banks got away with uh, doing their schemes and uh, no criminal prosecution. And uh, the uh, the mainstream ostrich fucking media is going after Bernie Sanders and saying he's a he's a socialist and he's no good for the country. And he's going on and on and on. And this, start, this is starting to heat up. I'm starting to see a lot of uh, a lot of great articles and a lot of people. People on Facebook saying we want a Bernie Sanders and his president. We want somebody who's going to wipe out this mess, this sewage 
garbage that's going on in Wall Street and Washington and where we're suffering and continuing suffering, even through the Great Recession, as they call it, it was no recession for them. They didn't have any problems because the American people paid the fucking taxes, uh, their tax money, to bail out these big fucking banks. And here we are again. You need to remember, you have to remember what happened in 2009, 10, and 11. How bad it was. Dude, do you have that short of a memory? You have to start to understand and remember the troubles that you had going back to 2009, 10, and 11. Yeah, listen, Bernie Sanders says that college should be free for every American. Health care should be free for every American. He was on Wolf Blitzer. He was on CNN earlier this week. Wolf Blitzer says, hey, what does Hillary Clinton think about this? Bernie Sanders says, I don't know. I don't work for Hillary. Why don't you ask her? And I would love somebody to ask Hillary Clinton what she thinks about taxing big banks with a half percent tax. Because Bernie Sanders says if his tax is enacted, it'd be $300 billion to be put towards education in America. Because obviously, if people were educated, they probably would make better decisions. So yeah, let's ask Hillary Clinton what she thinks about taxing her top donors, $300 billion a year. Notice that any time she's out in public, nobody's allowed to ask questions. It, it's they're, they're covering her up very, very well, Lou. They don't want anybody to ask any type of question but what's coming up will be the debates and when those debates come about I'm, I hope Bernie Sanders is there to debate her and, and just rub her face in it because uh, as you know Renegade Nation people around the country listening to this radio show you have to understand look at your look at your economic situation right now you think it's going to get any better with Hillary in there I don't think so she won't even talk to the people she won't even talk to the goddamn press can't read it. Well, all I'm saying is that uh, there are a variety of things Hillary Clinton does not want to answer questions about, including her email scandal that's been going on. Now, the secretary, the, the, they have said that Hillary Clinton's emails are not going to be made public until January of 2016. Is that what they said? That's what they said. They're not going to release them until January 2016 because the first debate, the primaries are happening in, not the, excuse me, not the first debate, but the primaries are happening February 2016. The Clinton plan is to deny the information because they don't want people to know. Now, you you might remember, if you look back a couple years, Mitt Romney did this exact same scam. Uh He refused to release his tax information. It turned into a huge scandal for his campaign, and it became a tenet of his campaign to say, why is he hiding information? So here, consider this context. We had Barack Obama, who promised to be the most transparent president in the history of the United States of America, right? And then it turned out that was bullshit. bullshit. Now, now, the fucking anointed one, Hillary Clinton, is saying, I'm not going to be transparent. As a matter of fact, I'm going to barely give you time to look over this information, and uh, you're going to have to make a decision. And, Lou, that's a very good point. She's not being transparent now. What's going to happen if she wins the presidency? You're not going to know anything. You think you know nothing now. You will know nothing, absolutely nothing. She won't even let go of these emails so we can see what was happening. And they're going to wait for a year. A year. I wonder where this server is. Do you well, have any idea? I don't know. Where, where, I don't know where the, where the, the I, I don't know where the server is, but I know that the Mitt Romney campaign, similar to the Clinton campaign, all you have to do is follow this logic. The Romney campaign believed that they would take less flack for secrecy. The public would say, "Where is the information?" They would beat him over the head with it. He would take all types of trouble for it, but it would have been less trouble had he released the information. It's a calculated decision based on Hillary Clinton's 
campaign to say that we're not going to release the information because if we do release the information, we're going to have even more of a shit storm than we're having right now over not releasing the information. So once again, it's an absence of evidence that makes you really question what's in there. What are you hiding? What are you hiding? Because it, it must be something really bad, Renegade Nation. They're not going to release it. It's good. They're going to wait until after the primaries to release. Am I right? They're, after the primaries? Right. They're going to do it a couple of weeks before the primaries. And by the way, the main talking point is for the NSA, what do you have to hide? Well, well, Secretary Clinton, what do you have to hide? Why do we have to wait to see the contents of your emails? Where is the information? Why are you not showing the public this information? Why do we have to wait until January and do people really believe that people on the you right? Know why? I'll tell you why. Because people will forget. Exactly. People, well, people like us don't forget. Well, we people will forget. We won't forget. And we'll keep on talking about this. We're going we're gonna to pound it into their heads, sir. Pound it. Exactly. Here's, here, here's part of the problem of their proposition that I don't think that they properly considered. So people on the left and people on the right are going to make an issue about this. Okay. Renegade Nation, we're going to take a break. When we come back, who knows what we'll be talking about, but it'll be quite interesting. We got Lou and Richie here in studio. Renegade Talk. We'll be right back. Stop Shock Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. Renegade Talk in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, along with Lou. Marla's out on the town tonight, I think. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the downloads. We really appreciate it. Talking about politics tonight. A lot to digest. Send the show around. Let people hear what we have to say. Right now, we're going to be talking about Obama's administration. I can't seem to face up to the facts. I'm tense and nervous and I can't relax. I can't sleep because my bed's on fire. Don't touch me, I'm a real life wire. What I was going to say, we're going to be talking about Obama's administration on Monday to prohibit federal agencies from providing local cops with certain kinds of military equipment. And Lou has a lot to say about that, like uh, grenade launchers, high caliber weapons and bayonets. Uh, What's going on, Lou? What do you think? It's all a scam. All it is is lip service for President Obama to try and talk down people who are rioting in Baltimore or rioting in Missouri. People who are against the police states. The President Obama says, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to come out. I'm going to ban these certain types of goods so the police can't have them. But if you actually look at the text of what he's banned, he hasn't banned anything. Okay, okay. One of my friends, Justin King, the editor of Fifth Column News, has a brilliant article that lays all this out for you called Police Militarization Directive Accomplishes Nothing. And Mr. King is absolutely correct. So what did President Obama ban? Okay. He banned tracking vehicles. He banned weaponized aircraft. So the military can't give weaponized aircraft to the police because the police are going to be dropping fucking napalm on people, apparently. Apparently. Right. He, uh, the police have been banned from receiving camouflage uniforms. So I guess they're going to have to go out and buy their own camo now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a big deal. He banned bayonets because we're in the fucking Revolutionary War all of a sudden, sir. So now we're going to start using bayonets on people. That's what he banned to protect what, the yeah. citizens of the United States of America. I haven't heard the word bayonets in a long time. Bayonets? Right. That's when you use fucking muskets. So we're yeah, going yeah, yeah, to ban those. Right. Now, the thing is, the goods that will still be available, sir, we're still going to have grenade launchers. 
we're still going to have surveillance drones. And guess what? We're still going to have automatic weapons. President Obama banned 50 caliber weapons so we can have these gigantic cannons for police hands. But they're still going to have <laughs> M16s. They're still going to have automatic weapons. There was a story about where, where a woman last week had a knife in her hand and the police opened fire on her with an automatic weapon. Wow. They're still going to have all these things. The mainstream media is trumpeting it as a victory for people who say that the militarization police has gone too far. What a victory is it? Because what? You're not going to have bayonets anymore. Grenade launches are okay. And guess what? We're not going to drop napalm on you. Do you think most people, when they saw the Ferguson and Baltimore riots, when they actually saw the police looking like the military, I was, I was, with the Ferguson situation, I was in shock when I saw that. It looked like the military and it was the cops. Right. I, I was in shock when I saw all that. Well, it's, it's scary. You don't think it's scary. You don't think police are going to be military. I mean, people are worried about your rights being taken away. They're being taken away right now. You're worried about an invading force taking over America. What are these people walking around with camouflage, walking around with armed with automatic weapons? What would you consider those people to be? Especially, exactly. It, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And Obama's come out and said, well, we're going to ban these goods. It makes no sense. We've also banned Hellfire missiles because we're not going to launch missiles at protesters. <laughs> Gee, thank you, sir. What do I owe you for such a gift? You're not going to launch a missile at me in a residential area. Thank you very much. Hey, Lou, uh, and Renegade Nation, Obama did this uh, press conference. Guess where he did it at? Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> this is the worst, the worst Renegade Nation place, city in the country for crime. It is the worst. The cops don't, nobody goes in there because if you go in there, you don't come out. Exactly. It's that bad. He goes to Camden, New Jersey, of all places. I was shocked at that when he went to Camden. I, I used to live in Philadelphia, Renegade Nation, you know that. I used to pass Camden and I wouldn't, I, I was scared of that just to drive by it. One of my favorite books is called Days of Destruction, Days of Revolt by the heralded author Christopher Hedges. Uh -huh. You want to look at that? Christopher Hedges claims that Camden is a sacrifice zone in America. Really? Absolutely, exactly. There's nothing to be done. Camden is a sacrifice zone. The economy's ruined. The people are dilapidated. Nothing will happen there. So it's very, no, it's, it's ironic that President Obama would decide that this is the place of all places. Okay, so thinking about that, why would he pick Camden, New Jersey of all places? Lou, I mean, think about how weird that is. Camden, New Jersey of all places in the United States, you think he would have went to Baltimore and did, and did this speech, or he went to Ferguson, or he went to some big, uh, Chicago maybe, but Camden? I mean, the, only, the only thing I can think of why they would choose Camden is they are... They are predicting that's going to be the next scene of the next riot because income equality is so horrible there. They're saying that these are going to be the next people are going to rise up against. Um, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think Camden might be the next hotbed of uh, rioting right. because the place is really in bad shape. There is nothing there, Renegade Nation. There is no industry. There's no retail. There's nothing. It's, a, it's, it, it, it's, it's the ghetto of all ghettos. I don't even know if you can call it a ghetto. It's worse than the ghetto. Exactly. It, well, it's really, really bad. Well, the, the, listen, the, President Obama's edict has a couple of other stipulations. And what's that, that? Our listeners might find this interesting. First of all, now if the police want to request military equipment from the government, either it be automatic weapons, grenade launchers, which you can read a story right about that on examiner.com guess what they need now instead of just the police department the chief of police going to the united states military and saying hey listen i want these goods now they have to get the mayor's approval whoa wow. what a filter now the mayor has to <laughs> sign off on that all of a sudden that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna protect the american people from the militarization of police makes no sense but the greatest change the change that people should most consider before we finish ourselves for the evening is that the police for these goods to ensure that they're yours properly 
the police will now be trained by the military. The mil- so that is the, the icing on the cake. The military is going to train the cops how to use the military equipment. The, the, to ma- oh, wow. The military equipment that's been banned by Obama, but only certain parts. Because uh, now we have to make sure they know. Now we have to make sure if they go for headshots instead of shooting people in the back. <laughs> that's what we have to do now. Thank you very much, Mr. President. I appreciate your concern. Okay, on that note, I think we're going we're gonna to go. Renegade Nation, we hope, I hope you enjoyed the show. Lou, of course, very opinionated, very controversial, and we are, we're very thrilled to have him here at Renegade, and he'll be here once a week, maybe twice a week, as he says. Right, Lou? Never know. Depends on how much you've been drinking and smoking pot here in the studio. That's right. Smoking pot and drinking, some whiskey and vodka. It always fits in well with the Renegaders. Anyway, Renegade Nation, we're out of here. You have a great week. And uh, pass the show around. Make sure you listen in. Tell your friends. And we are out of here. See ya. 